Hello ladies and gents, I'm your host Ijaz Khan and welcome to the Unicorn Scout podcast where we shine the spotlight on the most exciting projects from Europe's early stage tech ecosystem, pick the brains of the entrepreneurs building them and the investors backing them to provide you with some inspiration, powerful advice and actionable insights. In this episode, I sat down with Nick Humphreys, the founder and CEO of Train Effective, a digital football training platform that provides aspiring athletes with the tools, coaching and support needed to help them reach their full potential. After starting life with a basic WordPress website in 2017, Nick and his team have grown Train Effective into a powerful brand with 75,000 monthly active users on their app and a community of millions across their online channels. We covered a lot of topics in this one from Nick's own journey as an aspiring footballer, growing a community, future product roadmaps and their crowdfunding campaign, which is now live on Crowdcube for anyone that's interested in investing. But that's enough for me. Without further ado, let's jump straight in. Nick, thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Ajit. Um, sunny LA, and I'm super pumped that we have finally made it work and we're getting on a podcast. Likewise, likewise. Very excited for this one. Um, so before we jump into Train Effective, um, tell us a little bit more about your background uh, and what you were doing before starting Train Effective. Yeah, so um, I've always had two passions uh, from early in my life. They've been football and entrepreneurship. Uh, when I was seven years old, I would walk around in the hot summer sun in Australia and I'd go do car washing. Um, I'd go to everyone, I'd door knock, I'd create flyers. I'd, uh, I'd literally have my bucket and sponge um, and you know clean some old lady's car or wh- whoever would let me. Um, I might get five, ten dollars. I'd save that up. And yeah, it gave, I, I really love the idea of making your own money and being able to buy your, your own things. Um, and that, that kind of passion grew. Um, later on, I started becoming an online eBay power seller. Um, I do an online football shop. I do uh, when webcams were a thing, um, I would, uh, I'd make a webcam store. So social networks, so all these kind of things um, I do from my early teenage years um, up, up to being being an adult. Um, parallel to that, I would play football quite a lot. Uh, my ambition was to be a professional footballer from about the age of 15, 16. And um, in that time, I knew that you had to dedicate 10,000 hours to become a professional footballer or, or to become at least uh, considered world class. Um, I read that in Malcolm Gladwell's Outliers um, as I was on my journey. So I was a pretty average player when I was 15, 16, kind of Sunday league type. Um, But I started training about 20 hours a week, rain, sunshine, snow. I go out on the pitch, um, do my drills, do my exercises and just get better and better. Um, However, on that journey, what I didn't have was a community. I didn't have um, exercises or, or drills that um, were easily accessible. Um, even the tactical analysis, a huge part of football, a huge part of sports is the tactical and mental side. And um, I'd find myself downloading games and analyzing them myself. Um, so this passion kind of grew into to the me starting Train Effective later. But yeah, that, th- those were the early kind of teenagers. Okay, cool. And prior to Train Effective, you were also working at UBS, right? Yeah, so um, I I was working at UBS. I joined their wealth management innovation team. Um, so this was about 20, 
2014, 2015, um, we work on fintech. Um, I, I, that's when I learned what Bitcoin was. That's when I learned what Ethereum was. And obviously, these days, um, you just can't stop hearing about it. So, cool, yeah. cool. So, but your true passion throughout was fo- uh, football and uh, training, which brings us on to train effective. So, uh, if you could just basically tell us what what is train effective for the people that don't know. Yeah, so train effect train effective is basically a football um, training app. Uh, like I was saying with my story before, um, I didn't have access to this ecosystem, to this this place where you know if anyone wants to go reach their full potential in a sport that they could just go to. There were gym apps. Um, you, you have your run keepers. You have your my fitness pals. But what's out there for football? Um, so with my passion, I, I created Train Effective a, a couple of years ago. Um, it started with just a basic WordPress website. Uh, it turned into a mobile app. Um, and now, now we got about close to 500,000 players on the app. Um, Train Effective as a brand has grown exponentially as well. We got one and a half million on TikTok, um, a couple hundred thousand on Instagram. And that's just being driven really by organic, um, organic content just always preaching the community and delivering a really good experience for for users um on top of that we also have camps so we we started doing residency camps that's why i'm out here in los angeles um i'm out here for two weeks we got about 40 45 players for um for two weeks here um then i'm going to head back to london we've got another one going on there so all the all the people that uh use our app are also really keen on coming to the camps to our physical um program so it's kind of like combining the virtual and the physical together so something really exciting yeah cool so how, how often do you run these um uh physical camps um so we it, it actually started if you want to know the backstory yeah sure um, go ahead yeah in 2017 uh we actually me and some of the guys from all across the world that were kind of just working on train effective part-time we all moved to london full-time um we lived in a warehouse together like a converted warehouse in uh, in barnet in north london and um we'd basically live and work and breathe on train train effective kind of like silicon valley uh that hbo show um and um we'd do that we'd work on it we had a coach that was with us uh, through our social media someone said they wanted to come train so we thought okay why not why not invite them to our, our place um we'll give them some training and they can live the train effective way and um they had a blast and that ended up being from one player and now we got about i think 300 or 300 or 400 uh in that range already signed up for for all the other ones this year so yeah um we got we got quite a lot going on with that awesome so like I've been following you guys for a while, as I said. Um, one of the things that you you guys do really well is community building. And uh, now, as a startup, that's one of the most difficult things to do as well is build build an engaged community. Um, what were the experiments and strategies that you uh, used to build a community, or was it just uh, things just happened by chance? Uh, um, I, I think the 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 main the main 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 one. It's it's never been about looking really cool or looking really polished or sexy or anything like that from day one it's always been about sharing the journey um because with something like what we're doing with train effective everyone is a, on their own individual journey some want to be pros some just want to build up their confidence um and how it started was basically me i'd be writing a blog about my own journey 
people would find that blog. Um, I'd, I'd even do the SEO myself and try and put keywords in there that would attract the kind of audience I wanted to attract. Um, it started with a blog. Then later on, it would start with a, a Snapchat. I'll go with the Snapchat. I'd repost the Snapchats uh, and upload them to YouTube. So that's how early YouTube, Snapchat, online community would, would come together. And, um, and basically went from there. It's just sharing the journey. I ended up uh, doing a 100-day challenge to pro. Um, so, so back when daily vlogging was a thing back in 2017, I, um, I quit, actually quit my job at UBS. I said, okay, I'm going to go around Europe. I'm going to vlog every day of this challenge where I'll basically, you know, I'll do training. I'll use the Train Effective uh, app, of course, do my training. Um, I'd, um, uh, I'd go around Europe, knock on pro clubs doors. So I literally went to Leighton Orient. Uh, I, I, there was a thing going on with LA Galaxy. I went to all these different open tryouts and I daily vlogged that journey. Um, and that challenge ended up going viral on YouTube. And um, to this day, if you go on YouTube, there'll be people with their football doing 360 day challenges, um, 700 day challenges, yeah. things like that. Um, and that was just a real great way to, to get other people on in the journey. So. How did the idea come to mind to do the 100 day challenge? Because like, uh, as I said, I've been following you guys for a while and, and really that was the big turning point for Train Effective, right? At the beginning. Yeah, um, at, at that time I thought our product was, was good enough now to get in front of more eyeballs. Um, obviously didn't have a lot of money either. It was just bootstrapped. I'd use all my own savings from, uh, from UBS to fund whatever that, uh, fund the product, fund the marketing and et cetera. So um, I'm a big fan of guerrilla marketing. Um, so that was in my mind. The second thing, and that's just authentic and genuine, I really wanted to push myself to see how far I could go with the football. Um, so it was just emerging in these two interests. And, um, and we went out there, we did it. I wanted to tell a story and hundreds of thousands, millions of people saw that story. So it was just, pumped yeah and clearly they they resonated with that story as well because i can imagine that the a lot of people who are trying to um especially when you're young and a lot of people want to be footballers they can you know they would definitely relate with that story as well um okay. so moving on a little bit basically when i was looking and researching you guys um i went onto a web archive and i saw that it was 2016 um you mm -hmm. know you had the initial very basic website up there right mm -hmm. um so in that time period you've gone from basic website the 100 day challenge which you know really was a major breakthrough for you um you're getting a lot of engagement a lot of uh, traffic now uh fast forward to 2019 um and you partner with one of the biggest footballers you know of our generation really uh rio ferdinand how did that come about rio ferdinand um so i mentioned earlier in this in this talk that uh, I would be writing a blog. Um, and in that blog, I'd, I'd literally do like a weekly reflection. And I talk about, I talk about what's going on in my journey. I'd also talk about the people that inspired me. Um, and back when um, Rio Ferdinand was playing for Man United uh, under Alex Ferguson, um, that's when I, I, I knew he was a great footballer, obviously a legend, winning Champions League, Premier Leagues, etc. Um, but what I later what I figured out at that time was also he had a lot of business ventures. Um, he was running a restaurant. He had a magazine called Five. And I thought, wow, this guy, 
you know, he's in the heyday of his career and he's got these business ventures going on uh, while he's playing, you know, with some of the best players in the world. I thought, wow, uh, I'd really like to work with this guy one day. So, you know, six, seven, eight, eight years later, um, when we're really thinking of ways to scale Train Effective, that's one of the first people I reached out to. Um, and uh, if anyone really wants to know the, the finer details of how that happened, cold, it's all cold. Just, again, it's just like with the pro clubs and 100-day challenges, just knocking on doors, asking. And I think telling a compelling story, um, if you ever look at Rio, you know, when he does his stuff on BT, if you know him, he's always talking about the desire, mentality, dedication, and that's all the values that Train Effective stands for. Um, so when it came to when it came for me to pitch Rio and the idea of him creating content and joining Train Effective, you know, within within a couple of minutes he was sold on it because um, this is what he wanted for his kids and what he wish he had growing up. So it was just a natural fit. Yeah. And what was the exact work that you did with Rio? So was it some sort of masterclass, right? That's and is it still available within uh, the app? It is in the app. Um, the, the Train Effective app is a free app, by the way. So if any of you guys listening want to give it a download, give it a download. Um, I think you can watch some of the mentality stuff that Rio did for free, um, and you can you can take the just take the free trial and cancel it if you want if you want to see the full the full stuff. Um, but but yeah, like uh, you got the mentality masterclass from him. Um, that was done over two days of filming with him um, in person. So yeah, it's just about it's just about the the title of the course is um, from Peckham to Champions League winner. Um, just talks about all the mental mental lessons he went through to go achieve what he did. So, so moving on from Rio, so you're disrupting the football space and the football training space. Uh, How has it been in terms of working with um, clubs and professional coaches in the space? Um, you know, how have you found that process, especially working, say, for example, with um, Premier League clubs or football associations and that type of thing? Have they been receptive to uh, collaboration uh, with you guys? Yeah, um, we actually had a number of conversations with different Premier League clubs um, about how how we could basically partner up. Um, so far, so far, these are still a work in progress. I think. If there's one thing about Premier League clubs or football clubs in, in, in general is that they can be very political, can be a lot of red tape um, and, and things like that. So right now, for now, we're focused more on just B2C, going to the individual. Um, obviously, we are got a, we've got a really strong community. And um, I think what we'll see over time is kind of like the bottom-up approach, just like Slack, for example. You know, uh, the, more, the more critical mass, the more people we can get onto the app. Um, I think then you'll hear, you know, coaches, more and more coaches really hear about the app. And, and, and I think that's one way we'll expand into the B2B or B2B2C space. Um, but, but yeah, we're focusing mainly, uh, mainly on the B2C right now. So. Okay, cool. So you, you haven't gone down the route of raising big VC money at the moment in time. You have an angel investor. You haven't raised big VC money and you've gone for slow compounding organic growth um was that by choice or have you or was it just circumstantial that you know you were in a position where um you didn't have access to vc money um 
it's 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 pretty deliberate so you know i think one thing one of the reasons why we have such a strong community right now that's taken time to build but it's also also authentic um we really we really engage with every comment every reply every person that comes with us if you go the vc route people are going to expect faster results they're going to ex- expect expect ways that might not be authentic to the brand because there's such a scale up it's such a it's such a let's get let's get 100x you know quickly um so we've taken the bootstrap approach because that that's just what worked for us um and whenever the vetting for vcs or or angels uh would come we'd really we'd, we'd really try and vet them out to see um you know, are they authentic are do they really care about the mission that we have in the vision or are they just out here for let's um let's raise a couple of million and get a quick exit within five years um so for me it's been very we've been really careful on who we decide to work with um and i think we're getting to that stage now where we can it's really come to a, a point with train effective where we've got a great app um we've got a great business model we got a great authentic um mission and it is time to go that extra mile and raise um and that's why we're doing uh the crowdfunding um before we jump into the crowdfunding actually you mentioned business model um so what is your business model the business model is basically that we are the the product and services provider for the athlete's journey we um we basically uh we have a free app that 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 turns into a paid app if you want if you want to access all the content um then merging into the physical we also have a a, a higher ticket um elite program so if you want more one-on-one kind of video coaching things like that we also have that so we got the free we got paid we got elite uh then we got our physical stuff which happens with the camps um and eventually what we want to what we really want to do and i think this is really the disruptive part of what we really want to do is we want to we're really trying to create this ecosystem and um obviously we have access to a massive talent pool um there's there's you know over a hundred thousand or close to over a hundred thousand players that use our app every month and obviously those guys are determined trying to get better every day so i think what you will see one day is is this ecosystem is this you can you can use the app from an early age. You can progress with it over the next five, ten years of your career. You can come to our camps. Um, you have the opportunity to get to get scouted as well, and um, maybe we'll represent you. Maybe we'll have our own club. Yeah, there's some top secret things, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but okay, yeah so you're building a full work. you're building a full 360 ecosystem that will eventually cover yeah. cover everything really. Yeah, and no, I think that way we'll what we're really going to do is democratize um democratize the pathway because what you see in football it's it's very traditional traditional industry you got a lot of gatekeepers still you know the music industry um surpassed this 15 years ago 20 years ago football is still very much stuck in its old old ways and we want to try to do something new something fresh and um with what the capabilities you got online these days, even with NFTs now and in the future, we've got some plans with that too. Um, it's just an exciting time and there's a lot to be disrupted. Exciting times. I'm looking forward to actually yeah. seeing like, you know, things unfold. Um, so oh, it's, just, it's just a start. 
<laughs> yeah. So, you know, um, as we go back to the crowdfunding round now, so why are you going down the crowdfunding route now? Uh, again, is, is that again due to um, you don't want, um, you want to keep it organic and authentic? Yeah, we, the, the whole goal of the CrowdCube campaign is, I see this as maybe one of the last chances where our earliest supporters can really be part of the journey in a meaningful, um, a meaningful way where they can invest, they can get equity in the company. Um, with the ambitions that we have with the company going, you know, the next five to 10 years, this is what we wanted to do. It's like, we, we, we felt like this is a way where people can be really part of the journey. Um, it's, it's at a time where we know our growth is very, very strong. It's very good. The metrics are very good. Um, and you know, they might, people might not get this chance in a year or two's time. And um, especially, you know, as we scale and we raise more to to really go more global. Um, so, yeah, that that was really the reason why is like for the community to get a meaningful to be part of the journey in a meaningful way, um, and also for us to kind of reach the next twelve months targets. So, awesome. Yeah. And uh, what were you planning on using the um, the capital for? Yeah. Um, well, as I said, we we got um, we got a lot of users now using the app. The app is only in English. Um, English is only spoken by twenty percent of the world. Football, sports is obviously very global. Um, what we're gonna do is is basically uh, launch the app in in more countries. Um, do more translations. Um, we we are. So we got that going on. Um, more content. Um, we got things that we want to do with more, uh, more good good athletes or great athletes in the future. Um, so things like that, which will not just be great for the app, but great for our awareness. Um, and uh, and we need to we need to hire up our our dev team. Uh, we need to expand that because <clears throat> with all the stuff that we want to do with our product, um, yeah, we just need to fill that up. So okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. to wrap things up, um, I always do a yeah. uh, quick fire round, um, uh, to, to, to finish with. Okay. Um, so again, it's gonna be some fun questions. Um, so, um, I'm actually calling you from South Yorkshire, right? Um, so yeah. we've got the peak district nearby, great place for going on hikes. Um, yeah. so you're going on a hike, a long hike, uh, you can take three people dead or alive with you. Who would you take? Uh, number one, Gary V. I love Gary V. I followed him for ten years. Um, I think he's going to be one one of the great entrepreneurs of the century. So Gary V. Uh, Richard Branson. Um, and uh, J Cole, who's a hip hop artist. <laughs> awesome, great combination yeah. there. Um, okay, so uh, I go into your Apple Music or Spotify. Um, what is the top song that's uh, you on there? The top song? Yeah, top song that you've been listening to. Um, well, so I'm I'm a big hip hop head. Like I love hip hop. I'm big on rap. So I've been listening to a lot of Gunna. Okay, yeah. He's an American artist. Yeah. Are you into hip hop? Yeah, massively into oh. hip hop. And Gunna is also one of my favorites at the moment as well. 
Yeah, so, so I, I've heard I've heard of him a lot before. I listened to this album of his, and uh, it's actually quite it's quite good. Yeah, so, awesome. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in terms of podcasts, um, what was the last podcast that you listened to? Um, so it was either it's called App Marketing Masters by Steve Young. Um, sometimes I'll just listen to that to get some ideas about how we can market our app better. Um, the second one would probably be something from Gary Vee cool. about NFTs. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, and what's the what's been the most uh, impactful uh, book that you've read on your life? Wow, um, great question. The the one that sticks out to me because I'm all about the journeys, the Alchemist, Paulo Coelho. Um, so I love the alchemists. And why? Uh, when I was why? Yeah, because because life's a journey, man. Like, like, and and that book is just it's all about that. It's about it's about appreciating, loving the process, loving the journey, and and kind of being present. You know, so that's what that's what I'm all about. I think. That book's impactful, impactful for me because I guess it best represents me. That's why I love it so much. So awesome! Yeah. Um, what are the three? What are three traits that you um, admire most in people? Um, honesty, definitely number one. Um, respect. Um, and passion. Awesome. And, you know, like I said, I've been following you guys for a while. And one of the things I've noticed is that the team, you have a very tight knit team. If you could describe um, the company culture of Train Effective in a couple of words, how, how would you describe it? Um, in a couple of words, I'd describe it as a family with extreme tenacity. Nice. Nice. Yeah. And final question. Um, finish a sentence. Train Effective will become one of the great sporting companies. Awesome, awesome. Great way to wrap it up there. Um, thanks for your time, Nick. Um, and uh, before we go, if anyone wants to um, firstly get involved in um, the crowdfunding campaign, where can they go? And yes, secondly, uh, if they want to, if they want to get involved in the community, uh, you know, where should they head to? Yeah, so um, first thing you want to do, you can, you can, I think you can invest with as little as £13. You don't need to be a huge angel, you know, with hundreds of thousands or anything. You can, you can literally invest with £13. Um, so the way to do that is go to traineffective.com slash invest, um, and you can register there. Uh, yeah, we'll be live on crowdcube.com in a few weeks. Crowdcube is... Uh, yeah, Europe's largest uh, equity crowdfunding platform. Um, so that's going to be good. And secondly, if you want to follow us on the socials, our Instagram is Train Effective, TikTok is Train Effective, and yeah, just about everywhere is Train Effective. And if you want to follow me, because I'll, I'll reply to your DMs and your messages, um, mine is Nick Humph, N I C K H U M P H. So any questions for me, just just drop me a message. I'll probably respond. Cool. All right, Nick, thanks for joining us. All the best with the rest of the camp in LA. And uh, yeah, look forward to catch, catching up again soon. Well, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you learned and were able to take something away from this episode. 
I just wanted to give a big shout out to our good friend Costis for recommending that we speak and to Nick for joining us. He's building something truly special at Train Effective. And if you're interested in investing in the crowdfunding campaign, I've included the details in the description so you can find out more. If you did enjoy this episode, stay tuned. We'll be dropping a new episode every Wednesday with more amazing guests and insightful discussions. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Music to get notified when the next episode drops. In the meanwhile, if you have any guest recommendations, topic ideas or feedback, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn or Twitter. And finally, if you want to stay updated on the latest news, moves and deals taking place in Europe's early stage ecosystem, subscribe to our newsletter on Substack. I've added the links to all of the above in the description below.